I have flown. I have sailed. I have moved about this world of ours. And ever in search of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Spine Chillers. The Creaking Door. The manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Silter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting The Creaking Door. taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5 today. What could be more harmless? than a village fete run by the vicar for charity. The little tents and sideshows, the jumble sale, the village ladies all working hard to help the needy. What a pity our little fate may turn out to be a fate worse than death. Well, it all looks so jolly this year, Mrs. Matthews. And the weather's been so kind. Vicar, we've been very lucky. Oh, do please have your fortune told before you leave us, won't you? Mrs. Heyman is telling the fortunes this year, and she's working so hard. Well, you know, I've always been rather reserved about having fortunes told at our annual fest. Oh, it's only in fun. Who could be more devout than Mrs. Heyman? Oh, very well. As you say, it's all in a good cause. Come on, ladies, have your fortune told. Cross the old gypsy's arm with silver. Afternoon, Vicar. It's going splendidly, isn't it? You're all making it go splendidly, my dear Mrs. Heyman. I've uh, come to have my fortune told, by the way. Come in the tent, Vicar. You know, I couldn't get a crystal ball, so I substituted a pack of tarot cards. Oh, do sit down. Thank you. 
Of course, you know the theory behind this kind of divination. <laughs> Anything about it at all? It's so old that the primitive African witch doctor uses the principle when he throws the bones. Yes, it's very ancient and very evil. Oh, well, my dear vicar, this is one of those occasions on which out of great evil cometh great good, isn't it? <laughs> Charity will benefit after all. Now, one spreads the cards out like this. Oh, there's man's fate, the hanging man, suspended by his feet from a gibbet. The wheel of fortune. It's all symbolic, of course. There is the devil. And there is death. Very interesting to a student of comparative religion, of course. Well, I don't understand anything about it. It's just a game. A nasty game. Unless done in the name of charity, when we all understand the whole thing is merely a joke. The idea was the spirits, evil spirits, take possession of the diviner. In this case, you, Mrs. Haydon, and spell out the future through the cards. A ridiculous notion, of course. Well, I've got a little book here that tells the combination. Now, in the first place, you're unmarried. Oh, everybody knows that I'm unmarried. Oh, please, Vicar. Let's try to preserve something there, Monsieur. There. You're going on a long voyage. But everybody knows I'm visiting the mission stations in Tanzania. You will meet a tall, blonde woman, a widow. Not a prospect of romance. Oh, unlikely. <laughs> unlikely for me. Oh, yes. There, you see? You're going to cross water, and there is the prospect of an inheritance. Ah. Fear death by fire. Fear that which flies in the air but is not a bird. Fear the things of night, the bat, the wolf, the leopard. Speak only truth, or evil will strike you. Oh, please, wake up, Mrs. Haven. Uh, wake up. Uh, oh, mercy me. She seems to fall into some kind of trance. The shuttle flies back and forth, and the thread is spun into the lives and deaths of men. Fear the flash of fire. Fear the high face of the sun at noon. Fear the agents of the dark. Fear the man with a skull's face. My dear Mrs. Haven, please. Oh, dear, I, I must get help. Help! Ordinary business, Mr. Matthews. Mm, sort of possession by spirits, eh? Well, I wouldn't go as far as to say that. No. Oh, probably the spirits came out of a bottle. <laughs> so far as I know, the lady has never let a drop of spirituous liquor pass her lips. Only joking, Vicar. But, but it is most uncanny. Mrs. Heyman went into a trance of some kind. Excuse me, I'd better go to inquire if she's fully recovered. Are you feeling better now, Mrs. Heyman? Oh, it, it was only the heat. I am sorry. It must have been a most unpleasant experience. Uh, tell me, can you remember exactly what occurred? Well, I, I was telling your fortune, and I must... Well, I've simply passed out, that's all. Well, you seem to go into some kind of trance. Uh, do you remember what you said? Oh, it was some nonsense I was making up. You said, fear death by fire. Fear that which flies in the air, but is not a bird. No. Uh, fear the things of night. The bat, the wolf, and the leopard. Speak only truth, or evil will strike you. Oh, I'm sure I did. Well, I can assure you that you did, Mrs. Haven. 
I feel that something caused you to give me a warning. Something connected with those evil tarot cards. But what could the warning mean? It all sounds most outlandish to me. Fear death by fire. Well, that's plain enough. Fear that which flies in the air but is not a bird. Oh, why, that would be an aeroplane. Of course. Your trip to Tanzania... You must cancel it at once. Oh, my dear Mrs. Heyman, I can hardly see myself explaining to the bishop that I must take the warning of a pack of cards rather than the evidence of my senses. No, I shall travel as scheduled, and I'd be greatly obliged if you'd refrain from mentioning this matter to anyone, at least until I've arrived safely at my destination. Oh, Dickon, do take care. Uh, of course. And I hope to see you at the mission meeting on Thursday. Then I shall outline the purposes of my visit. But of course I shall be there. The whole village will. Yes, I know. You're all very loyal to me. I'm going to ask the Reverend John Simmons to tell us about his coming visit to Tanzania. Well, you all know the story. Tom Shelby was born in this village. He was a wayward boy, but did splendidly in the war. Later, he became a prospector in darkest Africa, but he never forgot his home village. Yeah, yeah. After the famous diamond find by Dr. Williamson... Tom Shelby took a quick look at the Ubongi district and discovered the fabulous Shelby diamond pipe. He gave a tithe to the church, one-tenth of the profits of that fabulous mine, and he has named his bequest after this, his native village. It is the wish of the diocese that I go out and tour these mission stations and bring back to you a report of progress. I shall journey to London tomorrow by car and then from London airport. Oh, where is the man? He really is most exasperating sometimes. Don't worry yourself, he'll show up. But that's the plane for Tanzania standing on the tarmac now. He's only got a few minutes. Oh, let's ask him to wait for him. I'm afraid they won't do that, May. He's got scarcely five minutes before she takes off. There's customs and immigration proceedings to go through. Oh, it really is too bad of him. Where can he be? Oh, uh, I say, uh, please, a moment. Uh, where could I hire a car or something? Car? Hire a car? Why, no, sir. Oh, I don't know. My dear man, where is the next village? Uh, behind me, sir. I mean, in front of me. Oh, that I can't say. I be a stranger, you see, from Wemsbury Parver. That's five mile away. Oh, it isn't any use, is it? I'm too late anywhere. Where? 
In that ridiculous old car. Oh, his own must have broken down. Well, whatever's happened is too late. And the plane's about to take off, I'm afraid. Too cruel it really is. Oh, the poor vicar. Have I missed my aircraft? Oh, you have. Never mind. There's another leaving tomorrow. Look! Look at the plane! There's something wrong! She's crashing! taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. Is the vicar merely very lucky? Or does he have powerful friends? Let's find out, shall we? Personally, I like playing with the tarot cards. But it isn't much fun from the fortune-telling point of view. Because, you see, my future is behind me. <laughs> because... There's a gentleman from Scotland Yard to see you, Inspector Stone. Uh, He's with Mr. Matthews now in your study. Uh, yes, I shan't be a moment. Oh, tell me, Mr. Matthews, did you go to see the vicar off at the airport? Yes, Inspector, I did. I don't mind telling you how envious I was. I know East Africa and I like it. The great Tom Shelby was my half-brother, you know. Well, that's luck. If the vicar had boarded that play... Uh, yes, uh, exactly. Do you know him well, sir? Uh, who? Uh, the vicar? Yes, fairly well. Why? Can you keep something under your hat? If I have to. Well, that aircraft was sabotaged. Now, don't ask me how or why. There was a Tanzanian cabinet minister aboard. Perhaps they were after him. In any case, the only passenger who didn't quite make it was your vicar. But his baggage got aboard, didn't it? But surely you can't Can't I, sir? Why not? Eh? He must be a suspect, mustn't he? Well... Technically, I... But then there's no motive for him blowing up a plane full of people, is there? Unless he's mad. It's quite unthinkable. I can tell you plenty of stories about him. I've seen the way he cries when he's seen a mouse caught in a trap. He wouldn't as much as shoot a partridge for his dinner. No, you're on the wrong track, I'm afraid, Inspector. May, I'm going to lay out the tarot cards again. Oh, you're mad! Hasn't they caused enough trouble already? You aren't thinking very clearly, my dear. The cards warned of the accident. It didn't cause it. Fear the things of night. The wolf, the bat, and the leopard. Isn't that how it went? Then there was a bit about 
telling the truth or evil coming. Yes, I might get another message. Just let me look out of the window. We can see the vicar's house from here. Yes, the light is still on in the study. Is the police car still outside? Yes. Oh, but they've been with him for hours and hours. That poor man is plagued by the most awful misfortune. Well, I think he was extremely lucky this morning. Don't you? With a little less than his luck, he'd be... Well, the other victims are. Lay out the cards. Very well. One touches them. I don't know why, but I've seen gypsies do it. If you want to know, it's a sort of spell, a heathen ritual. They're horrible, aren't they? I find them fascinating. I can see that you're in accord with them somehow. You know, May, I do feel that I am. I felt it from the first time I held them in my hand. Harriet, where did you get them? I bought them from an old gypsy woman. She told me they were true cards. Of course, I didn't believe her. Not then. She showed me how to use them. I wouldn't have had the nerve to go down there alone. Just a moment. Something's coming through. Read, read me. Something like, read me plain. The mud stinks and bubbles blue under the stream-hot sun. He who would win this has already lost. He who has lost has won. Harriet. Now, I want you to go over that bit again, Mr. Simmons. Oh, dear. I'm dropping off to sleep. You want the swine caught who blew up that aircraft, don't you? Yes, yes, you know I do. Then give me your cooperation. You came down the road towards Twelve Trees Junction. And there, something went wrong with your car. What went wrong, sir? I know nothing about cars, Inspector. There, there was petrol in the tank. Little lights were burning on the dashboard. Oh, that's all I know. It, it just stopped. But I always thought you knew quite a lot about cars. You used to do your own repairs when you was a lad. Unless I'm a lad no longer. You can't compare a car of those days with a modern box of tricks. No, I suppose not, sir. Now, how did this car stop? Did it just cut out? Did it splatter or what? Splatter, I, I think. You think... Don't you know, sir? No, I, I can't remember. I am far too tired. Now, let's come to the Tom Shelby estate. How long has Tom Shelby been dead? Six weeks, that's all. Do you know how much he left? Oh, it must be a colossal amount. And with the mine's earning potential, a thousand million wouldn't cover it. What a lot of good one could do with that money. Can you imagine a man who wanted to do good to the world so much that he'd sacrifice a hundred-odd people for it? The greatest good of the greatest number, as it were? I can't imagine a man so monstrous. But I, I'm perfectly prepared to believe that he could exist. Yeah. Do you know who is the beneficiary under the will? Oh, I've no idea. And I refuse to answer any more of these silly questions. I, I don't care who benefits. Although I'm sure Tom would have left a tithe for the church. So you don't know who's the beneficiary? Why, you are, Mr. Simmons. You are. Here. It's Harriet. She was telling fortunes or something. And it happened again and she screamed and then she fainted. Oh, silly fool. Hasn't she caused enough trouble with dabbling in this sort of thing? Oh, help me with her, will you? Uh, 
If she'd been the sort of thing that happened in Africa when you meddled with this divination nonsense, she'd think twice about it. Oh, put her head down. She just said something very strange. How dare you chatter about this kind of evil filth? I'm going down to the village inn for an hour. And when I come back, I want that woman out of my house. Very well, Ralph. Well, Vicar, good night to you. I can let myself out. No, I shall see you to your car. I feel like a breath of fresh air in any case. No, as you wish, sir. You'll understand that it's my business to get to the bottom of this matter. What a terrible business it is, too. My sympathies are with you, Inspector. I have no fear. It's a fine night, sir. Yes, yes. On a night like this, I can hardly believe there's such a thing as evil in the world. If only... Get down, man. There he goes. He's running off. It's as though a door had opened and released evil upon the world. Oh, there's big money involved. And big money means big risk. That's the beginning and the end of it. Now, I'll get on to shortwave and have a call put out for that fellow. An armed guard for you, sir. Night and day. Morning, Mrs. Heyman. Please come in. I was told your servant hadn't arrived and that you'd no one to look after. Not in the mundane sense, no. It seems there's someone looking after me, though, for I've escaped death twice in 24 hours. I... I read the cards again last night. Oh, I think that was rather foolish of you. However, I must admit they did warn us truly on the first occasion. Yes. That which flies but is not a bird. I rather think that refers to a bullet, not an aircraft... We still have the things of the night and the penalty for telling lies. However, I, I'm not too greatly worried. The next morning makes no sense to me at all. I, I remember it very clearly, but it still makes no sense. What was the warning? Oh, a sort of garbled verse. The mud sticks and bubbles blue under the steam-hot sun. He who would win this has already lost. He who has lost has won. What could that possibly mean? Well, I don't think that's very difficult. Diamondiferous clay is often called blue ground. That must be the blue mud referred to. And the hot sun? That's Africa. One would suppose so. Now, he who would win has already lost. That's clear enough. The person who was trying to obtain possession is fated to disaster, while the man who is most disinterested has already gained possession. But who are these people? I only learned for the first time last night that old Tom Shelby left me his entire gigantic fortune. Then you're a rich man. No. He who has lost has won. You see, Tom did that because I always befriended him. He did it because he knows I'm unmarried and will remain so. That I'm a man of extremely simple taste. That it therefore stands to reason that I shall use this money to advance what we both like to think of as the true and moral aims of life. My dear Mrs. Matthews... Whatever is the matter? Ralph is dead. Oh, my dear, I'm, I'm very sorry for you. You wouldn't be if you knew he tried to shoot you last night. That he caused the deaths of all those people. I cannot judge him, May. The temptation was very great. He told me the entire thing. He put the bomb in your luggage. Then he tried to shoot you. I don't know what to say. He must have been stark, raving mad. He was Tom Shelby's half-brother. He believed he should have inherited the mine. Oh, of course. 
everything would have gone to him if the vicar had died before the will was debated. Yes, I, I suppose it was something like that. But of course he was mad, too. In any case, it's all over for him. He had an accident cleaning his shotgun. Oh, my dear. At least that's better for him and for you. I don't say that, Mrs. Heyman. There's no man so evil that he cannot contain a spark of supreme goodness. Now all is explained. Except for one thing. The cards. How on earth did Harriet get messages from the tarot cards? I have no theories, ladies. I have nothing to say. They won't speak through me again. Before I came here, I threw them in the fire. And my heart was lighter to see them go. That was very wise of you. There is always a price to be paid for magic. And the price is too high to pay. Like a pack of tarot cards. Would you like a pack? You can get them here, behind the creaking door. <laughs> taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. This is your host back again. Just a reminder of our rendezvous next week. Where are we going? Through the creaking door? Of course. <laughs> the manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes invite you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present... The Creaking 